Greetings to all. People should be flowing in here in just a minute. The word is getting out that Sawdust Talk is live. Let's get excited. Fun times are going to be had by all, and look at all of the cool kids showing up already. Look at this. Sandman Wood Design, Mr. Joey Steelblade, Miss Sam with Wooly Petals is here. We're gonna accept that. Kyle's here also, hiding in the background. Um, yep, Mr. Bernie's there. Hey, Hi, Sam. Just a quick point of reference. Look at this, we can make an adjustment here. I'm just going to um, throw off my data, actually, quickly. Throw she frozen. Um, that's pretty fun. Okay, okay. let's see. Am I back? Yes, you are. You're back barely. Barely. Oh no. Is it okay? Oh no. Yeah. Let's see here. Who else is in here? Is Mister Mister Johnny in here yet? <laughs> we are just a touch early. No, that's wow. Nice. Everybody's in here. Southpaw design, Fawcett Wood, Red Leg Customs, Gallery. Everybody. Thanks for joining. By the way, exciting. Yeah. Temecula Yard Games. Woo! We got celebrities in here. Oh, That's fantastic. But yeah, we did jump the gun a little bit in a little bit before ten tonight. So, are your uh, your small ones still dealing with whatever the winter yuck is that's going around? No, like we are clear in this current moment, but who knows? <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, no, my kids somehow. Here we go. I'm back. What had happened was I hit a minimize button and uh, it paused everything. So I'm sure that was really exciting for everybody involved. Oh my goodness. Oh my gracious. It's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Hey, where are they? Sam? Are you talking that's, about Sam? You're talking about of Sam. Course. Right? Like, that's an awkward thing to say when there are more than one people that you are speaking to. <laughs> Joe Nathan here? I don't know if Joe Nathan has poked his head in yet. I keep doing this really awkward face and scroll as I look through the people who have made it into the live, and I don't see him in here yet. So You might have to send him an invite. Oh, yeah. Of course. I texted him a couple minutes ago and said, hey, old man, are you still awake? So. <laughs> yes. So what time? It's 10 o'clock in OKC, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's on the brink of late, so that's fair. <clears throat> well, he's off work tomorrow, so it's fine. Well, I see what you got playing in the background there. Yeah, trying to get that raise. <laughs> Amazing, and the sweater nailed it. Well, no, he well he had he forced me to wear this. TJ, can you um, give the honor to Bernie, the moderator? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. Where is the honor button? Um, maybe here? Kyle can help us. Hey, it's me. It's me, guys. 
Kyle Brewer in the chat, can you tell us how to add a moderator? Add as moderator. Got it. There we go. <laughs> it was hiding underneath a little hamburger button. There's still a credenza there, Sandman. Uh, did you send him uh, an invite? I'm trying. His handle is... Johnny Bill, J-O-N-N... Oh, it's right here. It's right here. It's backwards, but... J-O-N-N-Y... B builds. <laughs> the H is silent. Yeah, the H is silent. Right. So it's not showing up as somebody that I can invite to join. Hmm. This is all part of my clever plan to make it look like we know ever exactly what we're doing around here. No, is it it's working? All good. I'm sure he'll pop in any minute now. Anyway, he does. You know. So when you hit the. Uh, the little request button, send somebody an invite. You go into the search bar and type that in and it will pop up. That's exactly what I did. Hmm. Is the sliding better? Do you guys see my face? Definitely not populating. So we are, uh, we're just going to ride this out for a few more minutes and, and stare at each other's pretty faces. Oh, I got a new toy over here. This is a set of cold jaws, which is kind of exciting stuff. Oh, that's It'll, not the Millennium oh, Falcon then? No, I kind of wish it was though. Uh, let me uh, let me pop. I'm going to pop out and yeah. message him and then come back in. Perfect. Please do so. But yeah, so this little guy right here, when I'm finished doing the inside of the bowl, I can flip it over and it's got these little, little nubbins right here, these little yeah. guys. And it allows me to squeeze down on the, the rim of the top of the bowl and finish the bottom. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Which is delightful. So yeah. the real question is, is how hard are we going to bust Johnny's stuff? Um, well, I, think for when he comes in, I think when he comes in, we just start closing out. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, that was a really great show. Glad to have you in, John. Um, <laughs> Exactly. We were supposed to be an hour ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. We've been waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. He's waiting for the numbers to go up before he makes his appearance. Oh. Also, cool kids in the chat and watching this evening. Um, I got to tell you, you need to stop by Sam's stories. Is Shitter's Full Merry Christmas still posted? I mean, it's. I don't know if it's in the stories anymore. You know, they disappear, but it's on the feed. It's majestic is what it is. I actually watched that movie this morning at like 3 a.m. because baby woke up with double ear infections and new molars. Hey, Johnny's here. Johnny Wells has joined. Hooray. <laughs> Let's get him in here. Amazing. This what have great. I done? Wait, what have I done? Oh, he has requested. I accept. Johnny! Hey. Greetings. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think Jeff's going to pop back in here in a second down Whoa. there. He's down here for me. Whoa. <laughs> Never heard of him, he says. I like that. What's up? Did, you, did you already introduce everyone? Jeffrey. No. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, make her sway like yeah. like the guy from the radio station in the morning. 
Yeah, from uh, MTV in the 90s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just just checking. All right, Bell. so we, we can get this show on the road. All of the cool kids are present and accounted for, and I would love to welcome all 39 of you today to uh, Sawdust Talk episode 44 with Johnny Builds. Uh, my name's TJ with TJT Workshop. I'm based out of St. Louis. Uh, I do a little bit of wood turning, do a little bit of metal work. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, Sam, you want to introduce yourself, then Jeff, and we'll let Johnny bring it home? Sure. Do I also have to introduce Jeff or just myself? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm Sam of Holy Petals Wood Co. I am predominantly a scroll saw worker. Um, learning my way through woodworking one day at a time. On to you, Jeff. I am Jeff Maker's Way. I am uh, ambidextrous right-hand man to the YouTube sensation Johnny Builds. YouTube.com backslash backslash slash Johnny Builds. Either, either um, way, either way it, it, you get to make I think, yeah, I think it pops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of you may have seen some of his amazingly filmed videos. Uh, you may even be one of his over 560,000 subscribers. Uh, he is the Jack Nicholson to my Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Here's Johnny. Johnny Builds. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Johnny from Johnny Builds. Um, I work with uh, this guy. Am I, are you always below me? In this yeah, I'm, I'm your bottom. I'm your bottom. <laughs> yeah. He's this way. Uh, anyways, um, and we have a lot of fun, and we make really stupid videos, and we don't plan on stopping. So, Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so just sort of a, a heads up of how things typically work on the show. Johnny, I know you've tuned in a, a handful of times, or I'm sure Jeff has hyped the show up a, a little bit. Um, we're, we're basically going to be firing some questions at you. I'm not going to say that nothing's off limits, but you'd be surprised the strange things that we'll come up with uh, to, to ask you about. Uh, for people in the audience, there's a little question mark box down in the corner down there. It's got a number two on top of it right now. Um, if you guys have questions that you want to ask, we will try and cover as many of them as possible. But please ask them in the question box instead of in the chat, because it's going to be difficult for all of us to follow the chat and, you know, make this look like we know what we're doing. Um, and uh, Bernie down there is going to be making sure that uh, all of our questions stay relatively family friendly, all things considered. And uh, yeah. I am personally going to try and not turn this into the roast of Jeff, your uh, your handy helper. <laughs> I, I make no promises. And and uh, again, because he's such an easy target, and <laughs> and I try not to talk bad about my friends to their face. I do it mostly behind their back. Yeah, uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk later. That sounds perfect. <laughs> um, so. I, uh, I I will kick this off a little bit with with uh, a fun question because of your YouTube fame. Um, how many videos do you think it took before you felt like this was something that was truly worth your time as opposed to something you're passionate about doing? Um, quick answer: I don't know, um, but I, I can put it. I can quantify it in amount of time. Um, I gave myself a year to see if this was viable as a business, as something worth pursuing. And it's not like I was making money in that first year. 
it just in that first year it grew to a point where I'm like, okay, this can continue on and be a business. Like everything I put into it in this first year, and I'm guessing it's probably somewhere between I don't know, maybe 15, 18 videos. Um, I honestly don't remember. Um, but yeah, it, it took about a year to realize that this was a legit thing that I, I needed to keep chasing. Um, and then probably around 100,000 subscribers is where I was like, oh, I can actually make money doing this because sponsorships were starting to roll in. Very cool. Sam, what you got? Sure. So um, that is a very great question, TJ. It's what I was wondering as well. Um, my next question would be, when do you plan to fire Jeff? Is it soon? Oh, is this it... soon? This early? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving me shit this early. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to reveal too much because I like to keep Jeff on his toes, but just yes. know that at some point, Jeff yes. will be fired. Um, he's got it coming. Um, it's just a matter of time and, uh, we'll keep him guessing as to how long that will be. Okay. But it's inevitable is what you're telling inevitable. me. Thank Hilarious. You. Yeah. Hilarious. So, uh, I may be asking questions that I already know the answer to. Um, but a lot of people don't know. I'll pretend I do. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll wing it, Jeff. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Hashtag merch. So when you started your channel, where did you see it? When you first hit that like 100,000 and you were like, yeah, I can make a business out of this. Where did you see your channel going at that time? And how different did it go from the way you initially expected? Ooh, that's surprisingly a tough question. Um, and it, I asked the tough ones here. Yeah, it almost feels like a loaded question. Um, I, I feel like sometimes I, I don't even know if I'm at the point where I know where this is all going, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say at a year where I knew it was going because I think I'm, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Um, I'm always open to constantly evolving. Maybe the right choice would have been to like, um, we'll, we'll, we'll just say if I had to give advice to someone that's starting a new YouTube channel, I would say, know what you want to be and figure it out as soon as you can. And don't be like me who still continues to kind of wonder, well, can I pivot to this? Should I try this? Should I try this? Because um, even at this <clears throat> juncture where I feel like, okay, yeah, you know, I've got a viable business. I'm still like, I don't know where it's going. And maybe that's a good thing, but probably not. <laughs> Are you saying like find a niche immediately before you publicize essentially? Yes, in a sense. Um, right. I think what's, it's shifted over a couple of years, but what's more important now than ever on YouTube, if that's the, the direction you want to go in, is authenticity of who you are. Because whatever that person that you are is, that's going to be the most authentic thing you can put out there. Now you're going to want to amplify that and you're going to want to like amplify the goofiest parts of that and have the biggest personality that you can within reason for what you're trying to do. But 
um, I think that's one of the good things about YouTube now is it, it's um, a lot of it is just being yourself. But the flip side of that is it's not always easy. Um, a great example is Jeff today. Like um, we're filming a video uh, where we're kind of competing back and forth and uh, Jeff is on camera and, you know, Jeff knows how to talk about the things that he does, but it's like, okay, I'm going to be in this room working on the computer while you're standing in front of a inanimate object, you know, with a giant lens and that's all you're looking at. Now talk to it like a normal person. And Jeff was like, super awkward. That was hard. <laughs> yeah. hey, was it hard yeah. for you? Do you remember like baby Johnny doing that? Absolutely. And yeah. that's what I was relaying to Jeff today was, um, it takes reps. It takes a lot of reps. It's just like any sport or anything, you know, like uh, a basketball player, you know, they're just out there just, you know, the, the kids that are out there in the driveway, you know, until 10 o'clock at night, you know, just, and I'm not trying to say that, like, I'm not kid. I'm just saying an example is you got to put in the work and you got to do those reps. Um, and it's okay to go into it knowing that, oh, I'm not as good as I want to be, but I'm willing to put in the reps. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really important for people to hear because, you know, everybody just sees the end result. And they're like, well, it's so easy, but yeah. really not. And I think you're being a little humble saying that you're not the kid in the, in the, in the driveway playing basketball because you did, I mean, recently for anybody who doesn't know, you just retired after 20 year career where you were also doing pretty much a second full-time job as a YouTuber. I mean, you were pulling 80 plus hour weeks for years. So, I mean, definitely don't be humble about that. Be as cocky as you want to be. <laughs> That's you all have I have one hour to do that. Oh, and if anybody <laughs> doesn't know, Johnny kind of laid his, his entire story of going from full-time to a full-time day job to full-time YouTuber in a recent video. Yeah. Um, it's the last video that he posted, youtube.com slash Johnny Builds. Just go ahead and uh, either, pause, either this, pause this video. Yeah. Pause this video. It works. It works go watch it. Come back. Yeah. Johnny, that was a really great video. I love it. It made Sam cry. So yeah, oh. I did. <laughs> I got well, emotional. Um, no, it was awesome. Yeah. And just so cool to see your past and where you've come. And like just the fact that you are an ultra marathon runner, it shows a lot about the type of person you are. And it requires that dedication to grow what you've grown, I think. I, I honestly think that the lesson in there isn't that I'm some incredible person. It's that I am just a normal dude that because certain things that I really wanted to do, I was able to go through, you know, I was able to suffer a little bit or go through some hardships to get to that. And I, I honestly think that's all it takes is wanting something more than what it sucks to get there. And if it's 1% more than what it sucks to get there, then you'll do it. If it's 1% less, then you won't. Right. Yeah, no, I, uh, I firmly believe that being comfortable with being bad at something, especially mm -hmm. on your first try, is like one of the secrets to sticking with it. Um, 
but no, like, so I'm, I'm like perfectly good at being bad at running, right? <laughs> like, like, I'm terrible at it. Are you kidding me? Even when chased, it's awful, right? <laughs> but like, I know that, right? And it still doesn't, you know, stop me from going out and, and at least giving it a, a shot. And then I remember how bad I am at it. But again, if you go into it knowing that it's not going to go well, you're not surprised, right? Yeah. And the same thing goes with woodworking or learning a new skill and all that stuff. I just, I think it's fantastic. But that actually is a terrible segue into the question that I really want to ask you, which is um, your most viewed video and your first video on YouTube both have a fair bit of metal work in them. Um, is that something that you think you're going to circle back around or do you really feel like the niche that you've chosen is going to stick with significantly more woodworking? Um, a lot of my lack of metalworking has to do with logistical things. I love working with metal. Um, the problem is, is my shop and its current setup is not um, the best place to do that. Everything that I need to do any sort of metalworking is in the furthest regions of my uh, kind of storage space slash office. So because of the hurdles of having to pull all those things out and just kind of the organization of what I've got going on, um, I find alternatives to metalworking. Now, that said, um, there's been some conversations that I've had today that I can't really disclose too much because nothing's set in stone but um jeff knows like there's definitely going to be a lot of metalworking in my near future so it's definitely mm -hmm. something that i've always enjoyed from the very beginning that first video i ever did um you were witnessing the first time that i ever welded and it was oh, my cool. yeah it was my buddy and he was helping me out that's why i was out at his place that's where all the bees were and everything um and the thing about that I really enjoy about welding one is it feels like a superpower, right? I'm able, you know, I've got this godlike power to stick metal together, you know? Yeah. Um, but the other side of it is it's incredibly easy to do. The problem with welding is that there's this perception um, that you have to be some sort of expert to create the most beautiful, perfect weld the planet has ever seen, right? And uh, yeah, sure, there's situations where that's the case. Like you have to have a perfect weld. Um, most situations, uh, most dining table bases that you're building don't have to support a pipeline or, um, you know, an entire building. Um, they just have to hold up like 100 pounds, right? So can can just anyone go in there on their first try and lay down some ugly, ugly ass welds and build something that they can be proud of? Absolutely. And I think that's one of the great things about metalworking is not only does it feel like a superpower, but it's also extremely easy, like surprisingly easy to stick metal together. So um, it makes me want to do it a lot more. I've got a lot of ideas. I'm just currently limited by logistical things in my shop and a bunch of things that, uh, like I said, me and Jeff today, we're having conversations about how in the very near future that's, that's gonna dramatically change. Well, can't wait to see. Yeah.
Amazing. Okay, I have, um, first of all, an announcement. Congratulations on baby. Cheers, thanks. This, this is just water, by the way. It looks like I'm drinking a beer, but this, oh. <laughs> this is just water. Yeah, this is also just water. <laughs> this is obnoxiously large water. Not drink alcohol. I think you can still drink, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. How will baby coming change Johnny Bill? Um, to the viewer, <laughs> probably very little. Okay. Uh, versus, obviously, there's going to be some things that I want to build. Um, everybody asks me, are you going to build the crib? And I keep saying, yes, I'm going to build the Out crib. Out of metal? <laughs> <laughs> and, and my poor wife, Katie, is like, now, is this going to be, like, you know, up to spec and kosher and, like, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, of course, of course. And, and in my head, I'm going, oh, shit, I got to do some research here to make sure that that's actually the case. It's going to be Star uh, Wars themed. There's going to be lights all over yes. it, epoxy. It's going to be like a Darth Vader theme uh, crib that my child is terrified of. And the, uh, yeah. what, are, what are they called? The things that spin around? Mobiles? Yeah, mobiles just going to be like a Death Star falling apart. <laughs> With a bunch that of ideas. Amazing. Spinning sharp blades and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I built a crib, so I think we're good. I know I know most of the specs still from uh, cool. building a, building one single crib, so. How long, sure ago, how long ago? ago? One year. One well, year ago. Year, we're not one crib. research. We're just going to go with what Jeff did. Yeah, just go for it. We'll yeah, just win. As long as it's in the last 20 years. <laughs> no, 21 years I had a, a child when I was 13 years old. <laughs> wow. I don't, I, don't have, I don't know what that math adds up to. Hard to say. What was that comment? Hold on. I got to see this. Jeff, that is a great idea for a crib mobile. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, exploding Death Star mobile. I'm, I'm actually completely on board. We'll get the 3D printer out. It's going to be yeah. awesome. That'll give you an excuse to open your 3D printer that's been sitting on uh, the couch in the office for months. What are you talking about? My, my beautiful Prusa that I have to assemble that I regret ordering <laughs> the one that you have to assemble? That thing? Oh. Yeah. Mistake. Yeah. Prusa's really so, good stuff. Speaking of uh, Prusa and metal work, do you have any upcoming projects that you're super excited about, whether they involve 3D printing or laser work or metal work or anything? Do you have any that you're incredibly excited about? You don't have to go into great detail about them, but anything that's like on the horizon that you're maybe it's just like a drop in a little. Uh, bubble wheel hamster i don't know what that means um i mean obviously this feels like a weird question coming from you that knows all the problems yeah ignore but, ignore my yeah. existence yeah um yeah there there's several um and i i don't mind putting them out there because the people that i'm doing them for kind of already know and i'm pretty sure none of them are in here um you know i the last year and a half, anytime I build something for my wife or my daughter, um, it, those videos seem to resonate with people. Um, and when I do that at Christmas time, they really seem to resonate with people. So um, our next couple of videos that we're filming, 
Um, I've got to build some stuff for my daughter and about a thousand. Well, her boyfriend was in here earlier, but Brady, if you hear this, if you tell Chloe, I will kill you. Um, but <laughs> my daughter wants this like goofy little bench that she saw in like anthropology. And it's the like a one day project. It's like nothing. And what she really needs to kind of go along with the bed <laughs> that I built her is a, a really nice chair to kind of go with all of that. Um, so that's my plan. I'm going to build her the exact thing that she wants and then surprise her with the, uh, the chair that kind of goes along with that. Um, I'm pretty sure my wife isn't in here right now. Um, but we're surprising her with the, the king size bed that she's been asking me for, um, ever since the, like the day I met her it was weird too. First date, she's like, will you build me a king size bed? And I'm like, <laughs> we'll see where things go. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's, she's not in here, by the way. Yeah. So uh, it's time for that. And then um, another one that me and Jeff were, were chatting about today. We have these two massive book match uh, Myrtle slabs that I got from uh, C. Jacob Woods. Um, just on a whim, I saw an Instagram story, paid 2500 bucks for this pair of crazy, gigantic, beautiful, beautiful slabs. And um, we were pitching around some ideas for that. And I'm really, really stoked. Um, and then just all the goofy stuff. Uh, we literally have a Slack folder um, where it's like our bad ideas. And when I mean, when I say our bad ideas, they're Jeff's bad ideas. And I got a lot of them. She, a lot of bad ideas. really, really does. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's, there's a lot of stuff that's in the works and, um, it's a lot of stuff that, that Jeff will be heavily involved in. And when you're, when you've been doing something by yourself for four years, um, and then you get to hang out with your, your pal every day and just have fun and be goofy. It's really fun. So I think overall, I'm just looking forward to like days in the shop being goofy and building fun stuff and coming up with stupid skits like me being the devil sitting on uh, Jeff's shoulder. First of all, that was the, how goofy was that day, Jeff? Like filming. I, don't, I, I was crying laughing all day. Yeah, how hard we were laughing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like, this is my job. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm dressed up as the devil. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> dancing. I'm doing the cabbage patch in my shop, and this is that was just one of the many dances. I, I want to see the the outtakes. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> All of them will be available. Mm. He was like, "Oh, ooh, oh, devil got it going on." I will say they'll be available on my uh, my new that I just made up one hundred dollar a month uh, Patreon tier. Uh, <laughs> yes. Platinum membership. Yeah, uh, platinum only patreon fan uh thing that i'm starting shit do you take credit cards <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah. amazing oh it sounds like you have wicked projects coming up that's exciting yeah it's it's a lot of um you know there's those things those bread and butter projects that that one perform well but 
I really, really enjoy doing. And kind of the, the overarching theme of that is um, where I can just be silly while I'm building it. Um, I can do something where I'm kind of pushing the boundaries of what I've done before, um, what I've seen before, and the techniques that I know. Um, like all week, like all I've done this week. Um, we should have a video like already filmed this week. And all I've done this week is test um, and practice how to do V-carb inlays. Um, Combined, we've done three glue-ups. Yeah, we, we've done three. I, I did, that, that is true. Thank you for reminding me. I did uh, cut up um, about uh, half a board foot of maple and glue it up today. And uh, I feel accomplished for that. So, yeah. How's your Owen, Will, CNC sin going? <laughs> By the way, amazing. You, yes, credit due. Yeah, that last name. Yeah, yeah, no, you killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it was it was a joint effort, but you took me in the direction. <laughs> Owen Wilson, not the lucky. Yeah. This is CNC. Happy to help. Yeah. So <laughs> you and Jeff both went to Maker Camp yes. recently. Yes. And. Uh, I know Jeff got bit by a wood turning bug while he was there. Was there an experience that you had, especially as a, a bit more influential participant as opposed to a handful of other people that are there that really stood out for you? Um, nothing like in, in the context of the, how you ask the question. No. Um, just as any other maker that was at that event, absolutely. It was amazing in a way that I did not expect. Um, I love WorkbenchCon. I've gone every single year. I'll be there next year. Um, I just, I love it. It was like the thing that brought this community much closer together. Um, that said, Maker Camp is beyond that and so much fun and it's it's because it doesn't matter who you are none of it matters like it's you're just there you're hanging out with creative people and having a good time and it seems like there's very little to no ego um it was just a blast there was a lot of your mom jokes and uh, bad tattoos mostly on jeff and you know, mm. we just, we had a good time. Did you That's do any awesome. metal work there? Any blacksmithing? Uh, I feel bad because um, this is kind of my thing at events like this is I go into it with this intent to like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. Um, and I did almost nothing <laughs> other than I put a video out while I was there. So uh, the first several days I was just like, at the house I was staying at editing until about one o'clock in the afternoon. And then I'd show up. Um, and the other half was spent uh, experimenting with various uh, substances that as a police officer, I wasn't able to, uh, to partake in. But now that I'm retired, um, I partook. Congratulations. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Welcome to the civilian world, I suppose. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, do we want to start uh, 
hitting with yeah, we the, got halfway mark. We got 30 questions down in the bottom and about 30 minutes to go. Oh, so right. one minute. Can you do speed round? This is going to be like the one of the most in, exciting lightning rounds you've ever experienced. If All anybody right. else has questions, pop them right there. We're just going to start right, right from the top, which is uh, what from Jeff's grinder account drew you to bringing him on as an employee? Neck tattoos. Next question. Totally. Next question. All right. We'll throw it. I'll do it back to back here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what led you uh, to USMC and uh, what led you uh, to not making it a career? And do you ever miss it? By the way, I truly... Uh, but, 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 but appreciate your service as a Marine and as a police officer very much from Edmund CD. Hoorah. Uh, 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 what led me to it was, uh, going to high school where they had a Marine Corps junior ROTC and, uh, almost failing eighth grade and my dad being really mad at me and putting me in ROTC as a freshman and loving it and as a sophomore going, okay, I think I'm going to join the Marine Corps and spending the next several years working towards that goal, but at the same time going in, um, realizing that it was just a springboard to the next thing. Totally makes sense. Sam, can you pull up questions and ask them or do I need to do it? <clears throat> uh, yes, I can see them. Um, are we just going down the list? I'm just starting at the top, but you do what you do. Okay. Um, well, I just want to ask an another important question. Who is the worst to work with and why is it Jeff? <laughs> uh the worst to work with is jeff and the reason why is because he is uh jeff from uh maker sway maker sway <laughs> oh we're talking about a different guy oh okay i guess I totally different different guy. Guy. okay hang on before we ask another one um so i scrolled down your instagram pretty deep oh god there was there was a doberman there <clears throat> do you have a doberman okay next question oh okay 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 <laughs> wow Jeff, that's that's the it. thing where you cross the line <laughs> that's where i cross the line really not grinder <laughs> no, no grinder's cool i love grinder okay um next question um, favorite sponsor oh oh i have we can go least favorite too i have an answer and okay, i, I can't can't not say there. it out loud <clears throat> is okay. it i think i know who it is you know who it is. Okay, yeah, then I know who it is. I bet today. everyone here knows who it is. Yeah. My longest sponsor, and I've already said yeah. Okay. Um, TJ, uh, I, can't pull up the, I can't pull up questions to show them, so can you start oh, doing that? Sorry, was that actually in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, let's see here. Somebody says, what's your favorite movie? No wrong answers except for RoboCop, which is incorrect <laughs> because RoboCop is maybe the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> um, oh, that's a really, really tough question. But uh, one movie comes to mind, and I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the movie that... Return of the Jedi? Had. No, no, it's not Star Wars. It's not Marvel. It's not Star Wars. It's Wachowski. Oh. I love it. It's movie. RoboCop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, strong men also cry. Strong <laughs> men also cry. All right. Um, I'll, this is at the top. Ed Mancini, another one from, from old Edwin. Um, some people may know you posted a few stories about the man versus the machine that we've been doing. Um, Will you ever let Jeff be the machine instead of the man? 
Yeah. Oh. So one word <laughs> answer. <laughs> yes. I got to learn it first, Ed. <clears throat> Jeez. All right. Uh, Ed also would like to know if you're going to sell your socks from your upcoming marathon on your OnlyFans account because Sam, she's over here for me, uh, really, really wants to, to procure them. You can just add them to my credit card bill, actually. Yeah. Well, Sam, we'll talk. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks also, also, no more questions from Mancini. He's cut off. Yeah. Okay, Ed is cut off. Uh, well, for those cool kids that are in the, the, the group that are watching, there's this little arrow that's pointing down next to all of our names up here. And if you poke that, it's a really easy way to just click boop, 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 and follow everybody that's in here today. Uh, I don't know. Not a lot of people know that that button's up there. Uh, yeah, let's see question. here. There's a question that says... Um... Oh, shoot. I lost it. Why Jeff? The world needs to know. But just to follow up to that, have there been any others in your YouTube life? Or has it only been Jeff? It's it's only been Jeff. Um, I don't know. Oh. Jeff, how long ago was that? Like eight months ago or so? April? April? Last April? Yeah. So however long that was, um, I I actually put something out on Instagram and got several responses the only one that excited me and the only one I took serious was uh, Jeff's. And um, we met and it was like a go from our first meeting. I love that. That's okay, was, not not questions was, about me. Let's get questions for Donnie. Yeah. Well, you know, the, there's a lot of interesting people are interested in what Jeff has to say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you enjoy doing? for fun outside the shop other than running uh running i wouldn't call fun right now it, uh, <laughs> okay yeah it, it's awful um you know i've got i've got several hobbies um it's been hard to kind of keep up with them all i used to be really into uh scuba diving um you know i still maintain all my certifications and all that um we're going to the beach in february so i'll get to do some diving then um, but all things like Star Wars and Marvel and, and kind of just anything where as a kid, you know, it was like, oh, you know, I've, I've gotten to an age where I'm not allowed to like that anymore. And then getting to the age where you just don't care anymore and just getting to kind of relive all that. Like, I really enjoy doing that. My, my office is full of Funko Pops, and my wife makes fun of me every time a new one shows up, um, which is almost every day. So, uh, yeah. That sounds like an addiction. It is. It is. But I really enjoy it. Okay. Um, TJ, you want to get the next question here? Sure. Somebody uh, wants to know what the heck is Maker Camp, and you get one minute to tell us. Sure. Uh, Maker Camp, it's uh, in East Durham, New York, upstate New York, uh, takes place in, Jeff, help me here, early October. Yep. Right, right as the leaves are changing. Median um, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of a gathering um, in that location of makers of all disciplines where, uh, unlike some of the other conferences or what have you, there's the opportunity to engage in multiple crafts. Like if you want to go and experience resin 
or woodworking or plasma or welding or leatherworking or forging or, you know, epoxy, um, pen turning, whatever. It was all there. It was all available. And it was all a lot of fun. Amazing. Okay. What is, and if anybody's, I mean, every, I think Maker Camp's going to be so much bigger, twice as big next year if they can handle it. Um, so what is the most expensive tool or one of the most expensive tools or an expensive tool that you bought that absolutely hated? Ooh, that's a great question. Freedom Workshop 02. Um, man. And, and the first thing that comes to mind is my first table saw. My first, like, not, well, I guess my second table saw, but first, like, semi-cabinet saw. And it was a, a Grizzly hybrid uh, 10-inch table saw that was, it looked the part, but was, I mean, if you watch my old videos, it's the table saw in those old videos. And it was so exceptionally underpowered that, like, trying to rip down some pine, you were struggling to push it through. And it was just. I battled with that stupid saw uh, for a couple of years before I got my saw stop. And um, man, it was night and day different. All right. Uh, Red Leg over here wants to know, what is your dream project to build? Dream project. Um, man. Another good question, um, and it's hard to answer because there's there's several things that I really want to do. I think making um, like a a little camper would be awesome. Um, a lot of the stuff I want to do doesn't make for great content, so I keep telling myself that oh, you know, when things slow down a little bit, I'll I'll tinker on Sundays and and do stuff like that, but. That's not going to be the case, especially since I have a baby on the way. Um, so we're going to have to find a way to do it, Jeff. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Second panel. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, just the things I get excited about are um, projects that kind of, one, challenge me to learn new things and to come up with a clever design and to require me to overcome like some hurdles uh, on the way to doing that. All right, Sam. Um, this one's another long one. I don't know if Sam and, and Jeff can actually read the whole thing, but it's from uh, Zach over at Double K. And uh, he wants to know, um, he's, he's really trying to push himself to do YouTube seriously. And he wants to know what approach he would recommend, you would recommend to someone that is trying to start that climb? Um, it's the same approach to pretty much anything that you really want, but also sucks to do. So it's it, running is a great analogy. And it's the reason why I think it's a great, it's something I talk about a lot because it, it really informed um, kind of what and how I do uh, the thing that I do now. But YouTube is um, geared to make you always feel like shit and to always feel like you're not as good as the best video that you had in the last year to half year, right? Because um, you're, you're constantly ranked against your last 10 videos. So, um, you know, 
one out of every 10 videos or, or uh, you know, something comes out and you're like, oh, I'm one of 10. And the rest are always, always subpar. And so every time you upload a video, um, there's like this sense of dread, like, oh, God, what's going to happen this you know, is it going to do, is it going to ex exceed my expectations or is it going to do what it usually do, does and um, doesn't come close to my expectations? And that grind is, is um, it's a lot. And it's, I think it's a reason why people burn out. Um, but what you have to learn along the way and what you have to constantly remind yourself is that you have to see like the forest for the trees, you know, and that, that it's just like investing or anything like that, where it's a long-term strategy, like see the growth, you know, and the growth is doing this while you're growing, right? It's up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, sometimes down, 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 then up and the down, 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 up. Um, and you just have to kind of look at the whole thing and go, that sucks. And I still want to do it. And if you do that, and if you want to do it, and like I said earlier, if you want it, you know, 1% more than as hard as it is to do it, then you'll do it. Johnny, have you That's... seen a lot of YouTube accounts that you've kind of grown up with fail and stop, shut it all down? Not a lot. No, no. Because no. um, I, I think even to get to the point where you're growing up with other YouTubers, then you've already kind of gotten past that threshold. Um, usually, usually that breaking point stops way before, or it's way before you ever even begin to climb that ladder. Because um, once you're climbing that ladder, then you're like, okay, you're seeing, you're seeing the thing that reinforces, like, I should keep going, I should keep going, I should keep going. It's just doing all the work that it takes to start climbing that ladder. Right. That makes sense. So uh, Stacy from Tech Dogs Woodworks asks, how are you enjoying your retirement? It's great. Um, I talked about it in, in that last video I did, but, uh, you know, I leading up to it, I had, I don't know if existential crisis is the right word. Um, definitely not. But something of a out-of-body experience where, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've been building to this for four years now and it's about to be real. I'm about to be retired. And I I felt like after the day after September 30th, which is the day that I retired, was gonna be was gonna feel really weird and really scary. And um I woke up and was like none of that and that was the weird part was feeling none of the dread none of the fear none of the nervousness it was a, a sense of like you've done the right thing now just go to work and every day since has felt like that and that feels really really good i, like I will that. say the month of september you were a giant ball of stress so <laughs> i uh i like this one here which is if you could do it all over again what would you tell a young jb that would make the woodworker content creator um process smoother uh exactly what i said earlier figure out 
who you are and what you want to be authentically. Um, and it's okay if you draw inspiration from other channels, but spend that early time. Um, you know, it's good to get content out as soon as you can, but as quick as you can figure out who you are and the things that you want to get better at and the things that you want to um, repeat. Uh, and I think consistency is one of the, the biggest things towards building uh, a loyal audience, which is a valuable audience and not consistency in like, you got to post every week, but consistency in what that viewer expects from one of your videos. And it's the thing I find the most difficult, even now, almost five years on is, um, you know, I see all the other things, like I consume other content. And because I, I often look at things from an editorial kind of uh, sense, I'm constantly like soaking in information. And then when I go to create my videos, it's really hard for me to not regurgitate some of the things that I've seen elsewhere. Um, and it's okay to take inspiration, but really, really long answer short, like figure out who you are in that lane, stick with that, foster that, grow that, take inspiration from where you need, but always come back to what you've decided is your core self in the content that you're creating. And just the quicker you find that, that out and the quicker you uh, do that authentically, the likelihood of you having success sooner and more often is higher. Hey, Johnny, really quick. What is your take on YouTube shorts and reels, Instagram reels? <laughs> really? To both of them? Wow. I hate it. What? Jeff knows. We, this is a daily rant for me. Um, okay, fair. It's, it's content that I don't consume for the most part. Like, I'm not on TikTok at all. Um, I, I find myself scrolling through uh, reels because mm -hmm. um, I am on Instagram. It's the platform that I'm on the most. Um, but even then, if I, if I've gone through like five or six reels, like I'm already like, what am I doing? This is stupid. This is stupid. Yeah. This is trash content. This is, and not, I, and that's not to say that like what people are creating is trash. It's I'll that, say it. Yeah. In some okay. cases, in some cases, yes, but not in all <laughs> cases. It's the... And this is a whole other topic, but you know what? I'm just going to be myself and put it out there. It's the race to the bottom to see how basic and how broad and how quick and how short of an attention span that you can gain. That is the thing that worries me the most. Um, Sean from uh, Shaper stopped by. He was driving across country and stopped by our shop uh, the other day. And he loves uh, uh, TikTok. And like he was talking about all the things he loves about watching TikTok and all of that. And he made a lot of really valid points. But the whole time he was saying those things, I'm like, oh my God, if this turns out to be everybody's opinion, then the thing that I do 
isn't going to be valuable anymore. So, um, but then I remind myself that there's always going to be a place for long format storytelling, you know, no matter where content goes as popular as TikTok and reels are, people are still going to go to the movies and sit there for two and a half, three hours. Right. Um, because you, you need that sort of content. Um, and it's the same thing with creating content for uh, YouTube and Instagram and, and TikTok and all that. They're just different. Um, so again, really, really, really long answer. Um, you know, shorts are something that YouTube is heavily pushing. Uh, I got a notification, as I'm sure that everyone else uh, that's on YouTube did as well, that uh, they are going to begin to monetize uh, shorts and do ad revenue sharing. Um, you opt in in January and that starts in February, which means that there's about to be a huge, huge, huge push towards shorts. And it doesn't excite me, but um, if that's where the platform that I have the most success is going, then that's where I need to be. And um, so it's, it's a strategy of, I'm going to continue to create content. And Sean's in the chat, by the way. Hey, Sean. Um, I'm going to continue to create the content that I want to create in the way that I want to create it. But that's where Jeff is such a valuable asset is because um, anything that is outside of my bandwidth, I can be like, hey, Jeff, um, you know, edit this. And and to Jeff's credit, he's he's more adept. Funny, to, handsome. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. None of that. <laughs> he's just more adept to understanding that market. Um, he understands reels. Um, you, um, I don't know if all of the – I know you did, but uh, the reel where uh, my CNC is now Owen Wilson and the whole wow thing – like from start to finish, that is Jeff's idea. Uh, Jeff came up with that. I would give him all the credit when we were at uh, Modestrial's uh, place and his CNC was the noisiest CNC I've ever uh, worked with. And every time I moved, it was like, wow, wow, wow. Or the, the Z sounded like a horse because there's <laughs> Every time it did it, we're like, whoa, girl. Easy girl, uh, easy girl. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fun. That was, I think I just took a left turn. Anyways, okay, next question. Um, there's been a few people who have asked a question about family life. How has content creating affected your family life? Um, it's, it's a weird dynamic. It's, it's um, you know what, it's similar to being a police officer. Um, and, and my daughter growing up, my daughter was born a month into me being in police academy. So her entire life up until a month ago, she's known me as a police officer. So when she was a kid, um, she never cared about the fact that I was a police officer. Yet I'd go into some of these homes as a uniformed police officer with a badge and a gun on and kids were fascinated and they, all they wanted to do was reach up and grab your badge or grab your gun. You're like, stop touching my gun, damn it. Um, <laughs> Give it back. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, <laughs> <"Wee!"> um, 
Um, I'm just goofing. <laughs> just new bit goofing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I, all that's to say is I think it's similar. Uh, they've known me throughout the vast majority or all of my uh, journey as a content creator. So it's not a big deal to them. They don't care. Um, they just expect me to provide what I'm expected to provide. So that's the, the pressure. Um, and then I force them to be in the content because I enjoy being around them. But everything that my wife, uh, and on a little bit lesser of a level, my daughter has been involved in, except for that one time that she just dropped by the shop and brought me Starbucks. Um, it's all, that was all forced. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, you have to be in the segment. And they're like, well, what do I, what do I say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you have to do another take because that one wasn't good enough. And they're like, I can't fake it again, please. <laughs> Katie, wear the stormtrooper mask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, and then they always go along with it. And it's always oh. so bad that it's good. <laughs> Cute. So is it cool to have a YouTube dad? Or does she think it's uncool? I think if Chloe, like, were to answer that honestly, I think she would think it is kind of cool. Um, she doesn't want to let me know that it's cool. Yeah. But it's something that she'll, like, tell her friends about. Uh, yeah. So that kind of answers that question. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal to her. Oh, okay. She does think it's cool. Well, boys, for me, just FYI. Well, I, I don't want to cut this party super short, um, but it is eleven o'clock, and so I am going to let Jeff. Can you access any of the questions, or are they frozen for you as well? I can. Okay. You want to do a, a last round of questions? I can't. I can't bring them up, but uh, I will. If you pick one, I will put it up. I feel okay. like people. Okay. From my perspective, if people are still asking questions, I'm still willing to answer. Well, then we can hang out a little bit, but we just want to be respectful of your time. And we asked you for an hour. And, well, technically, I don't want to bust you too bad, but you were a few minutes late. So we're going to run a few minutes late <laughs> ourselves. Um, I didn't know yeah. the procedure. I was, like, waiting for, like, a call. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, way to go, right, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Kyle Brewer asks, what is your favorite and least favorite part of content creating? Uh, favorite part, um, finishing a video. Uh, least favorite part, starting a video. <laughs> PJ, right, um, we'll are we going that. to be doing a giveaway? Should Can Kyle answer that in the chat, please? And then you guys read it. The chat's frozen for me. So, well, um, I think we can do a giveaway. We've got twenty-six people in the audience. Scott over at George Supply Company, whom I forgot to thank at the beginning of this video, um, is usually pretty cool with us doing a giveaway when we've got this many people in here. Uh, for those of you who don't know about George Supply Company, uh, they really. Scott in particular uh, really supports the show, really 
gives us great advice. And uh, if you are interested in creating merch for yourself, uh, you can go to George Supply Co., build a website, super cool stuff. You can do T-shirts, hats, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, my request of you, Mr. Johnny, is that on a piece of paper, you write in reverse a number between 1 and 30. And yes, you have to write it backwards so that when you show it in the camera, it's forwards. Okay. One and 30. Don't tell yep. us the number. I, I accidentally <clears throat> saw a couple numbers and I saw that double uh, K Zax is 17. So there's no way I'm putting 17. That's uh, what happens, that's Zach. A, that's an ongoing joke. Uh-huh. All right. So we'll start reading I, out the numbers if you have it written down. Hold on. Uh, I want to I want to say one thing and this is totally on a whim and I need y'all to figure out how you're going to pick but um something that I would like to do um just because I think this community is amazing um I would like to for y'all to pick someone um that's participated in this live and I will send them a Johnny Builds t-shirt. Oh, that's really cool, man. Johnny, thanks. Yes. So Jeff make it happen. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll write a number for that one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'll pick a number for that one. There you go. There you go. Okay. No, wait, wait, wait. Don't show us yet, boys and girls. All right. Okay. Jeff, did you write your number backwards? No, I can't write backwards. Okay, well then if you write eleven it'll be fine. Um I'll write it forwards. Perfect. Okay, so, boys and girls, we've got 27, 4. All right, Chad, let's guess some numbers. 16. Nancy's on fire tonight. Um, she, wants, she wants that Johnny Build shirt bad. We got 29 from Ed Mancini. So 13 from Ed Mancini. Out there, I, I, I say. 1, 4. Yeah, I'm, I'm just reciting what I see because Sam can't see it. 6. Eight. Ed is really dominating chat. Uh, Nancy says 23. Uh, CBC creative builds. We're still under the threshold. Pick a number between uh, 1 and 30. Nancy, Nancy got mine. Got the free Nancy gets that Johnny Builds shirt. <laughs> Scott McKenna throws 19 in there. Kevin says 28. 30. Uh, Bex, woot woot. Uh, pick a number between 1 and 30. 22, 5, 7, 2, 3, 21, 24, 12, 19, 31, 23, 11, 27, 11, 1, 1. 88 threw in there. How did that get there? 11. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Um, 29. One again. What did you? Hold on. I think you said it. Uh Was it 11? No, I'm, I'm waiting for it to pop up. Oh, yeah, because I'm reading off my laptop, so it's going to be a little ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think you said it, but I, w I wasn't sure. You were, like, going um, What did you say see. after 11, TJ? Was it 1? 27, one. 11. Oh, 21, 7, 22, 21. <laughs> 7, 45, 15, 5, 17. Dear God. 12, 15, 13, 13 again, 10, 23, 10, 10, 
I got 10 from Whirly Bird Woodworks. If anybody Whirly wants Whirly to dispute Bird. it, uh, now is your time to dispute, but I think Whirly Bird has uh, nailed it down. So, Nancy and Whirly Bird Woodworks, congratulations. Um, I will get Nancy, Scott in touch with you. I'll get you to start. And uh, Nancy, DM yeah. uh, Jeff when when uh the Lying show is over um so sort of in closing <clears throat> and in the the spirit of of it being thanksgiving here in the usa tomorrow um i do want to thank all of our we we have a surprisingly loyal audience that comes through week after week and plays along and does a really good job and so um i know i don't host super often the last couple of months, but I'm around a lot. And I just want to thank all of you who make it every week. I think that's really cool. I also want to thank you, Johnny, for carving out some time, even though I know Jeff bribed you. Um, I gave up a week's worth of pay. Yeah, that's <laughs> all $20. That's a lot. <laughs> I went straight to the casino and lost it all. Oh, that, that's a shame. Well, that's why they call him Double or Nothing Jeff. Um, so nobody calls him that. That's why uh, they call me on Grinder. <laughs> I uh, I do want to thank you, Johnny, for making it out here. This show was exceptional. We laughed, we cried, we learned. It was it was fantastic. Uh, when I host, I normally like to ask our guest to give us a piece of motivational advice, something that'll get us stoked to run through a brick wall or whatever obstacles might be keeping us out of our shop this week for whatever reason. What would you like to share with the class? Ooh. Oh, gosh. Um, this, this thing that we have that we get to uh, go in our shops or our garages or our spare rooms or on the floor of our living room is such a gift. So no matter what creativity looks like, um, it's a positive thing. And no matter what that is for you, um, enjoy it. I don't think that you could have done a better job. That's fantastic. Um, boys and girls, I am TJ with TJT Workshop. We've got Sam with Wooly Pedals, Jeff with Maker Sway, and our special guest Johnny with Johnny Builds. Thank you all for coming out tonight. We will see you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Have a good night. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, y'all. Thank Thank good time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. See you guys. All right, bye.